The world's most advanced color correction tool for Mac just got more powerful. DaVinci Resolve 8 from Blackmagic Design. With XML import, export, multi-layer timelines, curve grading, noise reduction, stabilization, 3D alignment, OpenCL, and more. DaVinci Resolve 8 is available from $995. Current users can download the update for free. And try DaVinci Resolve Lite, a reduced featured version that's still packed with power. Visit www.blackmagic-design.com Alright guys, I know there's no music in the background, nothing like that. I needed to get this up really quick. In fact, so quick that Lauren's not with me. I did an interview last week with a guy named Jeff Chow. And Jeff is developing a iPad app called Control Console. Now, at first I was I was like, okay, that's cool. But then my friends started calling me. Then my tech-addicted partner started emailing me. And finally, they started posting on AOTG. And I said, finally, I got to see these guys. So I emailed them and we set up an interview to talk about Control Console. Now, they're raising a Kickstarter. And so they have about 20 days left. And... Listen to the interview, check out their Kickstarter. You can go to CTRL, so control but short form, console.com. And you can watch the videos, everything there. I'll let Jeff explain it. I'll let Jeff tell you what you can win and everything and explain how the system works. And we'll just talk about where he's planning to go with it. And check it out. See if you like it. See if you want to give to the Kickstarter. Now, the other thing that we need to talk about, we have to clean house here a bit. We have to do our due diligence and talk about a few other things. Our email system's up. So I mentioned it last week. If you go to aotg.com, you'll see our email system's up. And if you sign up for it, you're entered to win cut notes. Okay, so if you know what cut notes is, you go to your iPad and you can actually make notes and it syncs it with your project. All right, check that out. That's by Digital Rebellion donated us that project. It's freaking awesome. We've got way more contests coming and I want to thank everyone on our Facebook group who suggested ideas for our, our contest. It looks like we might have an editor scavenger hunt in January. So that's aside, we're going to have that coming in January. The other thing we have to talk about is that post show. They've got tons of cool people coming. So you've got to check out their show. Continue listening to our show. We do have that surprise guest we're hoping to bring on soon. But in the meantime, go vote for us on iTunes. Go vote for that post show on iTunes. Get us up there. Get us up there for editing, right? Leave little comments for us, okay? In the meantime, enjoy my interview with Jeff Chow. Can you tell us about Control Console, what it is, everything you can tell us because the listeners can't visually see it, but sure. whatever you can give us. So Control Console is uh, first and foremost an app. And it runs on iPhone or iPad or, or iPod, that's what you have. But what it does is it transforms the touchscreen into an editing console. So, you know, back in film days, you had those jog wheels and shuttles and it allowed you to move through your footage with this kind of tactile feel where you felt connected to your video. And modern days, people are mainly using keyboards and mice to control Final Cut Pro and Premiere. But uh, Control Console allows you to give allows you that control back to what it used to be in film where you had a jog wheel and shuttle and an interface designed specifically for Final Cut Pro. Yeah, so it's essentially a, uh, a editing console for Final Cut Pro that runs on your iPad, connects wirelessly to your computer, and gives you that direct control. Okay, and now you also said it was for Adobe too, I believe, when we talked via email? Yes. Now, is there plans for other software? There is, yeah. Um, so, so right now with the Kickstarter, I'm trying to keep my scope in check. That's that's very important to me to maintain 
certain amount of limits on on what I can produce with the amount of money I'm trying to raise on Kickstarter. That being said, my vision for Control Console is for it to be, for uh, and, and Control Console or anything else really, for there to be a custom interface for every program that we use on our computers that's not typing. And the keyboard was designed specifically for typing out words on a typewriter, essentially. And that's carried on through the computer. But the computer has become so much more than a word processor. You know, we use it for watching video. We use it for creating video. We use it for editing photos and all these other things of which we still use the same interface, a keyboard and mouse. And the mouse is great. It's very flexible, but it's very slow. And the keyboard's faster, but it's not customized towards what we want to do. And so I'm trying to bridge that gap of, well, an iPad is an iPad, so it can change interfaces for Photoshop, for Avid, for Motion, for Color, for Resolves, Color Correction Studio, and anything else, really, and provide a custom interface for those programs. What is your background? Do you have coding experience? Part of my history was as a technical analyst for financial markets for a, a day trading company, essentially. So I taught myself to code certain things for that, but my... My background is quite, has quite a lot of variety. I studied mechanical engineering and leadership in college. And, you know, I've, I've been around computers since the Apple IIc. I mean, I was probably, I, I don't know, eight or so when we had the Apple IIc. My parents used to partially own a computer store. So we always had technology around. I built my first computer in my early teens. And so coding is not, is not something I'm super experienced in, but it's something I'm... Oh, I know enough of to to make things happen. So will you be outsourcing some of the coding to other people or is it all in-house for you? No, I will be outsourcing um, a majority of the coding. I'm working with a fellow in Germany, Florian Bomer, who creates... So I'm using two pieces of software to make this prototype happen and he created one half of it. So I'm working with him. One of the questions when I talked to people about this or showing them your video was... Well, they had a few questions. One of the key ones was tactile feedback. Right. When we use a jog or a shuttle, it's we're used to that sort of physical, tactile touch. How does the tactile feedback work on the iPad? Yeah, and, and that is a main concern um, because there is no texture or, or movement tactile experience. You still have the tactile experience of touching a surface, which I mentioned only because there's a lot of interfaces coming out that's kind of waving your hands in mid-air minority report style. And that, that is the complete lack of tactile experience. So, but I agree that there's a lack of a texture and to overcome that until we get a surface that can change in a tactile sense, I believe that gestures can can overcome that. So you're never, you know, as you slide your finger across the iPad, you, you still feel that there's there is a certain amount of resistance, that there's a certain amount of tension. And I think on a physical level, you can still feel that. But in other ways, you know, like buttons, for example, you have to, to a certain extent, with an iPad, you have to look and hit the button so that you don't miss it. But you don't know you hit it until you know something on the screen changes or an audio feedback happens or, or in the sense of phones, they can vibrate and the, the kind of haptic feedback. I believe gestures can overcome that. So where right now it's at a state where I have to hit the jog wheel and I can move around and, and there's a certain amount of freedom. I don't have to be exactly on the circle, but in the future, and, and when I launch this app, the intention is to have more gestures, a, a series and a system of gestures that allow you to shuttle with a two-finger slide. So the further you, you know, place two fingers anywhere on the iPad, if you slide left or right, 
It fast forwards or rewinds just like a shuttle. And then depending on how far along we get in the gesture series, can even do like in and outs using a single or multi-fingered gesture in various zones. And what about frame accuracy? Have you, how does that work with your app? Yeah, so as it stands right now, the jog wheel is outputting essentially a keyboard, a key press. Um, and so with Premiere, it works really well. It's super smooth. But once you get to the point of you know, trying to move one, two frames, it starts to break down, at least in the prototype. Um, and I imagine we can tweak that a little bit so that it's more accurate. And with that being the case, I've added nudge buttons. So, you know, for, for when you're trying to do single frame, you use the nudge and you just hit it one at a time and just keep moving along. Anything more that, you use the jog and it, and it slows down and speeds up as you would expect it to. And then beyond that, you have the shuttle. Now, when you developed this initially, you developed it for a small project you were working on, I believe? That's correct. Yeah. How does the original designed one differ from what you're going to be putting out through Kickstarter? So the initial design was based off the Lightworks console. That was, at the time, that was the editing system I was using. And it's basically buttons and a jog wheel. Um, it, it allowed me to, I could have, say, you know, a buttons for cutting, and then I could have buttons for effects and, 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 and change the interface that way. But what I'm planning to do with the funding from Kickstarter is to add in, you know, the gestures, for example, I think is a huge step where you don't have to look at the iPad to interface with uh, Final Cut Pro, which means you can keep your eye on the footage, which means you can move a lot faster and efficiently and you just keep your eye on the footage. So that, I think, it will be a huge step up. It's also a matter of design and ergonomics. Right now, I can create square or rectangular buttons and circular jog wheels, and, and that's about it. And so right now, that has limitations in how I organize buttons and how I place them throughout the interface, as well as being able to slot in through an in-app purchase, say, you know, the Photoshop interface comes out that I create. And we could just slot that in and allow it to switch. You know, say I'm working on my computer, I'm using Premiere, and then I need to edit uh, image in Photoshop and have the program on the computer tell the app that it's in Photoshop now and automatically switch interfaces for that. So you're always in the right interface for the application you're working on. And, and add in, yeah, and I think that those are two, those are the two biggest reasons. Now, you'd mentioned that it's going to be for the iPod or the iPad. Yes. Are there plans to bring it out for the Android? There are... There aren't plans currently, um, and the reason being the development costs of adding Android would increase, and I would need more funding to do so. Um, but the hope being, especially with Windows 8, Windows 8 coming out as well, with uh, touchscreen laptops and these hybrid laptops, um, I, I truly believe that every, every program we use on our computer deserves a custom interface. And touchscreens are the best solution we have at the moment. How much is it going to retail for once it's out? I have a belief that tools like this should be accessible, where, you know, if someone has an idea, they can make it happen. I think that's what DSLRs have done to the filmmaking industry, uh, where the cost of cameras has made possible shooting really high quality film, made that possible. And so, because of that, I also want to make this app accessible. And it'll be $5 for the transport controls. 
it, it on the site it says it's just it's for iPhone, but really it would work iPhone or iPad or iPod. Um, and then as an in-app purchase, you can add on features, which in this case is the editing console for another thirty dollars. So it's thirty-five total for the transport controls and the editing console for iPad. Can you tell people about your Kickstarter? What are you planning to give away, and how can people participate? So. You know, for people who aren't familiar with Kickstarter, it's a fundraising platform that is all or nothing. So it means if in the next uh, 30 some odd days, if we reach our goal of $35,000, um, then we can begin development and, and, and further design of this. And it, it's the, the money will be super important really to make this you know, a prototype that's functional but not designed for professionals into a tool that is designed to make editing faster, more intuitive, and, and things. So we have great rewards. We've got t-shirts that are great. I mean, I think they really speak to you know, the fact that filmmakers these days have to have many hats on, whether they're the editor, director, pub, you know, producer, and everything else. And we have a sticker pack, and then we also have some that help charities. So I believe you know, there's, there's videos like Kane's Arcade, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's this fantastic video about a, a boy who creates an arcade out of cardboard. And it was just one filmmaker. He decided to make a little film on it, and it just caught on like wildfire. It was a viral video and changed this boy's life and changed his family's life. And now it's become a movement of, of creativity, of you know, teaching children that with little thing, with little amount of cardboard, they can create and use their imagination create these things. So, you know, video has this amazing ability and I want to spread that to nonprofits. And so there's rewards that benefit them as well. You can get a trip out to Boulder, Colorado, where we can make a film in a weekend. And I'll show you from beginning to end, from planning to post, how to, how to make a film. And, um, and if you have a nonprofit that you truly believe in, there's also a reward where you can pledge and back us to help create the app as well as we will go out and create a promotional video for them. Now, I have one last question that I ask everyone I interview and that's what's your favorite guilty pleasure film? <laughs> huh. Um it's my gotcha question, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. You know, I was I was browsing Netflix the other day and for some reason Braveheart was on that list. I love that film. Yeah, I mean, it's so it's so epic in scale and and has heart to it as well. And so that's that's probably my favorite guilty pleasure movie. Well, thanks very much for letting me interview, and best of luck with your Kickstarter program. Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate. It. That was my interview with Jeff Chow. Now, like I said, you can go to his website, CTRL. C-O-N-S-O-L-E dot com. I know I sound like I'm coming from the 90s where I have to spell everything out on, uh, when it comes to web browsers. But check it out. Controlconsole.com. Okay? Decide for yourself. Do you want to donate? Do you want to not? The nice thing is it's all or nothing. So if you put the money in and it doesn't get made, you keep the money. In the meantime, again, go to that post show. Check it out. Make sure to check out our email system because now you can get your editing news any way you want it. And... Of course, have a good time. Enjoy your week. We'll be back next week. And we actually might have two episodes next week. And if you've ever seen the Wilderness Downtown Google Project, you might want to tune in. Because, uh, yeah, we've got some, some interesting people coming up. All right. I'd like to thank my producer, Lauren Woodcock. I'd like to thank Jeff Chow for joining me. 
I'm Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.